T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Hey, what up? It's Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host. Hi, I'm Gregor. He's been a managing editor at Odyssey. Now he's just a guy making jokes on Twitter. He's Brandon from the internet. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Uh, bad. Neither yeah. of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain, but if you are, let us know what we get wrong and maybe even something that we get right. <laughs> if Rare. you could... If you could share anything you see with us doing this or tell people about uh, the podcast version that definitely doesn't exist, that would be super cool. And um, also, if you could hit us up on on the internets, at HeyGregor, at BrandonMG, with the answer to this week's question of the week. Yeah, this week's question of the week is, which myth do you wish was real? Or, like, what myth, what myth do you want to believe? For example... Like, like aliens, like, being being here? Sure, well, I mean, like... Yeah, like like Sasquatch or Bigfoot or you know Loch Ness monster or um, anal probes, yeah. anal pro- anal probes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those exist. <laughs> but hey, maybe that's just the one that I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to figure out where you're going with this. But all right, yeah. <laughs> Diving right in, you've likely now heard about 3D printed everything, right? Like from cool toys that people make and sell on Etsy to someday maybe human bones. I know people get casts for when they've broken stuff that can be specifically shaped to you without having to suffocate your arm or broken bone with plaster or whatever. Oh, I didn't have to use the freaking pen to like itch down there. I broke my wrist a long time ago. It stunk something fierce uh, when you had to take that off. Yeah. Yeah, just so gross. I I am into the part where you have the dead skin that you get to rub off afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. As a person who like loves a sunburn peel or a pimple or something like that. Uh Pretty, how, pretty cool. How are you with like uh like somebody else's, you know those 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 accounts like Doctor Pimple Popper where you watch other people pop other people's zits. I'm not <sighs> into that, but I'm I'm actually I'm into popping zits like my own or or yeah. you know the the wife who I have access to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's it. But it, like watching somebody else do it on you know especially when it's super zoomed in like that. Not not into it. But so you're he, right. Like rubbing off my own dead skin. Awesome. Rubbing off awesome. somebody else's dead skin. Not great. Yeah. So for me, um, those some of those videos. Okay, I can't. I broke my leg when I was 21, and um, since then I can't watch any skateboarding videos. Oh yeah. And I can't handle any kind of medical anything. It just doesn't. I just. I get really freaked out by it. Yeah. And it's just one of those vulnerability things and whatever. And we just have to, people start telling me a story and I'm like, don't want to hear it. Just don't, just please don't tell me. And that's that. But um, tell me about rubbing that skin off. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But if you, um, 
if you send me like my friend Whitney, she used to like just send me weird like she'd pop a pimple and then like send me what came out, uh-huh. and I'd be like, "That's disgusting and awesome. <laughs> I can handle that." But if you watch the like the pimple popping stuff where they get like the like the like it's like a fly that they get out of there, and it's yeah. like they like really work on it, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, yeah, like that exact thing. I like, kind of grow. I mean, I can sometimes watch it, and sometimes I don't know. Yeah. I've got a response question to you, uh, like graphic stuff, like news stories, like yeah. man gets punched in face. Yeah, outside of you know, like it happens a lot in Seattle, where like someone will just be walking down the street and a crazy person will walk up and just hit them, and then mm-hmm. they'll just drop unconscious, and you're like, oh my god. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, uh, can't really. I mean, I can I can hardly do it when it's um, uh, like in in a movie if it's if it's super brutal. Like I can't or I can't MMA really, or M- I can't really do MMA for that reason. And and then I mean, I almost can hardly watch some big contact sports where I'm like, look, I know that there's nothing specifically graphic about watching NFL most of the time. Sometimes you'll see a guy's like neck fall off or something. Or like Russell Wilson's finger get bent. And yeah, like, that's that's yeah. the worst. Um, but like just understanding that the re- the long-term result of the head injuries that these guys are causing each other is is terrible, most likely. As somebody who's had like a variety of concussions, <laughs> I mean, one yeah. type of concussion many times. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I should say like watching those types of things. So, so to your point, like, I mean, recently there was this big fight thing outside of uh like a, a couple of soccer teams in mexico and all of their mm, fans and, and, a, and and there's all this video on the internet about like these these people just getting their butts kicked and and honestly they look like they're being killed and some of them likely were, were being killed yeah like 20, and 20 people it, or something yeah it's all, all absolutely awful and i couldn't i couldn't watch more than a second once i realized what i was watching i was like i can't i mean i feel for those people i mean that's the reality of the world it's gruesome there's terrible things but all this talk about a potential World War III, I'm like, the, I'm the last person you'd want to draft because uh, I I see one dead person and I'm throwing up. Yeah, that's... It's just like, I think when I became a dad, it also affected me because sure. I'm like, that's somebody's kid. And yeah. like, even the messed up people, like, you know, they're like messed up because they're folks or whatever. I, yeah. I just, like, it's tough for me to like, to process any of it. But like, you show me a world star where two guys are like getting ready to... You know, you know, someone's about to get knocked out, and like, I have a harder time turning that off than I yeah. would like. It's the really gruesome stuff. It's the really like reporter is killed. Like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Not even for yeah. a second. Not even for a second. Well, and it's funny because we've talked about this before. It's like when we, uh, each of us are, are dads, and when both of us became parents, like the thought of poop and throw up and stuff being nasty yeah. stopped being nasty. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like all of these other things of like violent you know, things happening and, and some of those subreddits that you can find that are Ooh. just de- de- graphic depictions of those things happening. Anyway, what were we talking about? 3D printing? Uh, <laughs> 3D printing bones, casts? Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. What, are we, what, are we 3D, what are we 3D printing now? Well, it seems uh, the thing that freaks me out the most is that people are trying to kill plastic animals by printing plastic guns. I think it's like super weird that the plastic animals are under threat like that. Yeah. I have many dinosaurs that I do not... That's not why they're printing plastic no, guns. No. It's to that, be now I know why they're making all those Funkos. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> yeah, an army. <laughs> it seems like a huge step forward, though, to read about a 3D printer that prints beverages. It's called Canna. has nothing to do with cannabis, okay? Okay. And researchers spent years breaking down drinks to their molecular level to make a machine that can reverse engineer tons of different things to sip. So we're talking juices or caffeine products as far as even booze and the thing that they found is it's 
all drinks are more 90% or more water is yeah. the base and then you have to figure out the molecular structure of the other stuff and it comes down to some pretty simple stuff now there's cartridges that it'll draw upon to make these drinks for you and those things are it's kind of like I don't know if you have a modern printer or not but like my printer when it runs out of ink Canon just somehow knows to send me uh, yeah. more ink and I pay yeah. a subscription and it sucks well that's kind of what this is like, where you'll just get more material, base material, to keep making stuff. A drink will cost you somewhere between $0.30 cents and $3, depending on what you're making. And I hear that, and I'm like, well, could you do beer? Because like, there's like a yeastiness, or yeah. there's maybe some like fermentation you need like with time. some stuff. Time is an element of those of things yeah, like that. And I don't, yeah, but I don't know if, you know, there's still just molecular structures, is it... If it's well, a beer and it's yeast and time, like could you not just figure out how those are come together and just use chemistry to remake them? Yeah, it's it's weird because it's you think about all of the energy that it's going to take. I mean, this is where my head goes, is all the energy. First of all, actually, no, back it up. I have a question. Are you printing a lot that you need to have a subscription to a a printer company to send you ink like that. I you really it's threw not me an off for a second. It's you, not an option. I, I my membership is for ten pages a month. Oh, like there's no, they don't like you can, you can get around it, but it's almost impossible. Like oh you man. Just, just with it's HP, I think is who yeah, I have. It's and it's like, like subscriber, just this like weird subscriber economy that we're going to where nobody's yeah. going to own anything. Right? It's a dollar like, a month for my 10 or 15 pages that I do. Yeah, and then, and yeah. then if I need more pages, it's another dollar at a time. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, but they're always kind of, uh, you should upgrade your plan. Cause you printed 37 pages last month. And I'm like, I no, I'm not. Just, yeah. I just want uh, to. Ugh. So anyway, my mind then goes to uh, after I figure out why you're printing so much, which you're yeah. not. So I'm whew, 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 ah, glad. Uh, is all of the energy that it takes to make all of the things that uh, are needed in order to 3D print orange juice, right? Like you take water and then you put in whatever the 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 things that you need in order to. I mean, do you even take water, or do you just put hydrogen? Like, I mean, you can't have solid. <laughs> It just uh, ship you some oxygen, hydrogen and some oxygen right. and just smashes them together. <laughs> yeah. Like... So so we're just doing fusion now. Um, the uh, the idea that like the amount of energy that it takes to create the containers to create all of the different things and and break all of those elements down and and to serve those elements and then bring them all back together. All of that is that more or less energy than it would take uh, to just cr- like grow the plant that grows the oranges that you can then squeeze into orange juice. You know what I mean? I mean, that but takes a, a lot of water. I mean, water is needed to grow on your those counter. plants. You can't grow a orange tree on your counter and in the device that sits there. Now, Elon Musk has not been focusing in the right area. <laughs> we need to figure <laughs> out how to get orange juice, orange trees on our counters. Maybe that's maybe that's what this is for to take to Mars. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Now, that's, re- that's crazy, though. So you can I read mean, all about it at Isn't it just a soda com. machine? Yeah, kind of. It's like a soda stream, kind of. <laughs> oh, my, my thing is out of Dr. Pepper juice. Okay. <laughs> it's prunes. <laughs> anyway, read about it at Engadget.com. Um, and like, and my, my first question that comes to mind here is like, how many billions of dollars does this thing cost to replicate stuff like it's freaking Star Trek, right? Like, my example is I remember having my first kind of like full-time job and getting a flat screen, you know, the the widescreen television, HD and all that, right? This is a million years ago. And it was 1800 bucks for a 46-inch television. That, that was like a small fortune for a 26-year-old or whatever, right? Now, like, I bought a 55-inch LG at Costco the other day for, like, less than my car payment. Like, it was like the 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 idea of how quickly they got 
inexpensive over time is crazy. Even my four right. G TV or my four K TV I bought five years ago is like yeah. seven dollars now at Costco by comparison. Yeah. And so it's gonna be like you're gonna take those pop it things and you're just gonna throw them into your glass and it's going to become juice in the next few years. <laughs> Dude, sign me up. That sounds awesome. Or like airborne tablets. You just put it in there and it's coffee all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm for it. Um, I, I, but also, it's going to be like impossible. You know how you have like the burgers that aren't really burgers. You know, it's impossible meat or it's yeah. lab grown mm, meat or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's a similar kind of concept, right? You're taking the molecular pieces of in trying to replicate them or trying to imitate them so like what is impossible orange juice going to taste the same as regular orange juice and and how and are you basing this off of california oranges or florida oranges (laughs) because maybe there's some differences there like uh as we get into trying to recreate food from the, the the elements that exist to create those foods you know we are making some choices as the creators to uh limit which of, of those ingredients is going into. So now I'm just thinking from my palate's perspective, like, you know, uh, are we going to make a cilantro that Greg likes? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> it's Well, and it's going to be like, knowing us, like it's just going to be like everything is either caffeinated or full of booze or both. And you're like, hmm... I'm four locos a, are back, baby. 3D, <laughs> 3D printed four locos. But <laughs> 3D loco. My, how about my 5D loco when it, it's a steak now? Like... <laughs> By five loco, it's now also beef. Yeah, <laughs> like because like the you got to figure the food replication, like you were saying, is just right around the corner too. Yeah. I don't. So you say how many millions of dollars does this thing cost? It's remarkably and stupidly inexpensive. Like I'm floored by what this is going to cost. They're doing a Kickstarter type campaign. You got to kick down ninety nine bucks now, and it's refundable credit towards the full price. It'll end up costing you four ninety nine. For the first ten thousand orders, four hundred ninety nine dollars to have whatever drink you want, rising to seven ninety nine after that, and so it's not going to be available till early next year. It's but like, I call BS on this whole thing then, because yeah. it's not ten thousand dollars. Like, there's no way that this is, or it's super limited in what it can produce. Or, I mean, we're talking about like a, a ultra simplified uh, soda machine where it's like you are just putting syrups that are, you know, the base. Like it's they they mm, sell those soap shrimp. thing, those so yeah, <laughs> shrimp soda. Uh, <laughs> Jones is at it again. Uh, no, they make those uh, those. You just buy this the super concentrated soap and then you put it in your own container to make the cleaner that you use at your house for like your countertops and stuff like that. Yeah. Are they just selling us ultra, ultra concentrated orange juice that you then have to like I just mean, dissolve streams, in the water? Soda stream's been doing that forever though, right? Well, that's just what I'm saying. It's like this these flavor. are these are soda machines. I mean, these are how this is how the thing at your local Taco Bell works, you know? Do they have the version for the vampires yet either? Can they do a blood like a blood drink yet? That's <laughs> and I'm not talking blood orange. I want all right. So it turns out maybe you're actually depressed. <laughs> and well not maybe. Fact. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Artificial intelligence researchers have created a program for detecting mental illness, just tracking the way you use and participate. In and on the internet. And it's probably not looking for actual depression here. This is something that's more... Well, Dartmouth researchers built a way to find mental disorders. And they're looking at conversations initially on Reddit. And I was like, oh, well, perfect. Oh, okay, that's, <laughs> that's, terrible. Yeah, yeah. that's a hive of villainy on the internet. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. But they're looking as, a, as screening tools that computers could use to analyze social media posts and gain an insight into people's mental states, says techexplore.com. Okay? And like... 
Yeah, I, I, you know, if they're going to be monitoring what we're doing anyway, this could be really good. That's like my initial thing is to find out that you're actually depressed and not just having a bad day for the 57th day in a row or the third year in a row or whatever. Like, yeah, you might actually be suffering from an anxiety disorder or something. You might need some actual clinical help with this. It might be nice if someone could, like, tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, man, we, we think that you might yeah, – this might not be great. But then I start to think about – Who's using AI effectively and manipulating stuff like Facebook, for instance, to get us to spend money? Like, don't you dare mention that you wanted new shoes because it's going to show you shoe ads from now on. Like, I hear it on the um, on the ads all the time for uh, DuckDuckGo. They're like, hey, you, sh- you mentioned something and now it's everywhere. Yeah, it's Facebook's like bread and butter. But like, what happens when Vladimir Putin, who spent the last ten years perfecting an information war? realizes yet another facet about us to be like, wow, they're depressed. And like, how can we manipulate that in order to, to turn an enemy on itself, on, on us, on like, how do we use this, this type of warfare against other people? And like, what's not stopping him who's been successful at it, but like our own government would certainly do that to us. Well, I see it more like it, 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 think of like the dystopian, I, I often go this way is like every technology, how do Same. we dis, dis, dystopify it? Uh, and <clears throat> where I see it is like, uh, I know this because I look, I, I am clinically depressed and have clinical ADHD and uh, went to a doctor and, and kind of described the. And the, guess the, what it told me? <laughs> and they gave me uh, medicine for it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, which is great. Uh, honestly, I, it's, it's helped a lot, but the, the, the problem is, is that, you know, I went in and I was like, look, here's, here's the symptoms. I'm having a hard time focusing at work. I'm, I'm not in, interested in the things like, uh, anyway, if you, if you have a lot of these, any of these symptoms, talk to somebody about it. Maybe, maybe yeah. you, you don't need the AI to tell you, uh, you yeah. definitely don't need me or Gregor to tell you. Um, <laughs> but what but I, we will, where <laughs> you are probably just depressed. You live in America in 2022. Look, it's and you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. 17 minutes in so <laughs> yeah. chances are uh, but uh, I, when your company or when the the government is saying hey you uh you've been less productive on your internet today mm. we think that you have this so then it's going to spit out of that little um that little desktop uh, uh, drink dispenser that we just talked about. It's going to spit out some pills that were made specifically for your specific no mental way, illness. No dude. They're going to drop it right into the drink. It's going to be part of the OJ. Sure. Yeah. Well, either if it's dissolvable or chewable, uh, maybe it'll be Flintstone shaped. I don't maybe exactly Maybe they're not going to tell you. But that's where, but that's where, exactly. That's like, they're going to start to make these, uh, and, and again, this is the cynical dystopia part of me, but they're going to start to take these assumptions about people based on their behaviors online, which as we know, everybody is who they are online. Uh, we didn't develop entire TV shows called catfishing about it uh, because of that. But maybe that's part of it. I mean, how, do, how deep does this thing, this person is not being who they say they are. Therefore, that is a trait of their, you know, their individual mental illness that they have. But the, the worst part then, the next step, I should say, is that you then be like, well, we could just tell them that there's a problem and they could take this pill that helps to numb their reactions to mm-hmm. things. So that way we can better manipulate them into doing what we need. I mean, like isn't you, this the, the giver? Isn't this like one of the entire plots of that book and, and then movie, The Giver, is that everybody kind of... Um, 
I don't think it's the main plot, but everybody takes a pill to kind of numb emotions and, and it does solve, it creates peace. It creates all of these things, you know, like inoculate and, uh, now starting to sound like Joe Rogan, but like inoculate the populace and, and, you know, you kind of create some of those things. Yeah. I just, I worry about how the wrong people are going to be able to effectively use this against other people, but also it would be nice to have not just my wife telling me <laughs> I should seek help, but also to have someone else be like, hey man, you okay? <laughs> if Siri telling you that you need to see help. <laughs> I mean, but like you said, better than your boss, right? Sure. Anyway. All right, so this week's question of the week. This week's question of the week is, again, which myth do you want to believe? Because uh, as Gregor has pointed out to me, uh, I am learning that one of the most popular dinosaurs isn't even real. Yeah, I've got so uh, what the hell? Kind of, kind of. Hold on, hold on. I've got some bad dinosaur news in general. Well, okay. Well, quick, quick question. What is the myth that you wish you uh, that you want to believe? Oh, is it aliens? Because you did mention that. Yeah. No, that's terrifying. Like, yeah, I want to believe that the um, that there's aliens that. This is my own kooky thing that I'm coming at. The, the Fermi sure. paradox, if you, are you familiar with it? Uh, and I'm no. going to get it wrong. Sure. I'm, I'm sure you've run into it before, but it's um, the idea that we want to be quiet because as soon as you get noticed, someone's going to try and kill you for your resources. So like while we're exploring deep space, trying to figure out what else is out there, you don't want to send out the wrong message because then somebody is going to either out of worry for you taking their stuff, going to kill you or think that they're already bigger than you and be like, I'm going to take their stuff because we can use it to further propagate. That's like the big fear of expanding too much and running into that. Now, I, you know, you never know because like at some point we were tribal and for hundreds of thousands of years, we couldn't grow beyond a certain number in a community of like 100, 150 people that lived in tribes. And then like you'd find the other tribe and you would immediately try to kill them. But then here we are now as a global community. So it, it could potentially also work out positively if there's another good actor out there. But you have to assume that there's not. I've, yeah. I'm sure I've butchered this premise no, or whatever. I, yeah, it's the idea that that you are exploitable and every other alien uh, species is not as benevolent as we hope that they are. Right. Well, and the idea that, that you have to assume that if you encounter a bad guy or if you encounter someone else, that they might be bad also. Yeah. And so you have to, you have to assume that they might be coming for your stuff. So you better get theirs first. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's like, I think it's called the dark forest paradox where you're just sure, trying to, you're, yeah. you're trying to stay in the, yeah. you're trying to stay dark in the forest. So that way no one notices you're there while you hunt. Anyway, I kind of it would be kind of cool to it would be kind of cool to find out that that's true and to find out who's out there watching us to see when they need to stomp on us and to have like a little insight into what's going on there. It'd be pretty neat to know like oh they're out there and they're waiting for us to get smart enough so they can crush us, but right now they're just letting us behave. That's kind of more terrifying than anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. was I was going to say Sasquatch, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, there's also that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, the, the, the myth that I that I hope is true is that the Loch Ness Monster is not real. Uh, so I know that that's a myth that the Loch Ness Monster is real uh, or it's supposedly a myth. Um, but my my favorite truth or understanding of the current Loch Ness Monster theory is that the the most famous picture is just actually a whale's penis. Um <laughs> God damn it! Get out of here. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. Well, it took us twenty three minutes, but we got there. <laughs> um, the other one that I would be really fascinated by is the um, 
the reality being a simulation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if reality is a simulation and I just said that reality is a simulation and that you just agreed with it and you're obviously just a fictional thing that's been created to keep my brain busy. Yeah. Then like I'm living in a process that has you agreeing with me, even though you're not real. And I think that that's like, well, and and maybe the simulation is using me to be like, well, wouldn't that be crazy to, instead of like, legitimizing it in a way that con- makes you actually consider uh, yeah. whether or not it is a simulation. Maybe it's a simulation that you chose to be in uh, and oh, you the, and you don't even know that. Like the Born Identity? Yeah. That movie, that movie 20 years old. Oh my gosh. Matt Damon, old. Old. <laughs> you old I saw, man. I watched Ford versus Ferrari the other day just as an aside. Oh, Pretty yeah. good. Nice. Matt yeah. Damon's good. I like Kelby. it. I, I, I mean, I liked it. They say Kelby. Oh my God. That's uh, Scott Kelby is who I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, Christian, Christian Bale in that, uh, uh is Carol is, Shelby is what I was trying to say. Just for the Yeah. I feel like Christian Bale in that movie just played Christian Bale and he, they were like, Hey, show up and, and act like yourself. And he was like, uh, he, what? he didn't yell at enough people though for it. To yeah, be that's authentic. true. Like, that's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, about the, uh, what thing do we wish was real? Um, bad dinosaur news. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. the most well-known, I would say, like if you ask a child what uh, what's their favorite planet or to name a planet, they're going to say Saturn, unless I say Earth, which is all, whenever you ask someone what their favorite planet is and they say Earth, I'm always like, that's cool. Yeah, But sweet. they're going to say Saturn because it's the most identifiable one. It's the one that we talk about the most. So like Stegosaurus or Tyrannosaurus, perhaps. But specifically Tyrannosaurus Rex, king of the thunder lizards in the translation, roughly. Well, it turns out that while studying the differences in skeletal remains, what we think of as a T-Rex is likely actually three different species. All right. They studied teeth and leg bones of, you know, we only have like what, like, I don't know, it's like 50 or a couple hundred skeletons from the Tyrannosaurs. And so they were like comparing leg bones. They're like, well, those don't really match up in dimensions. And then they were looking at teeth and they're like, well, some of them have two uh, extra set of incisors, the pointy yeah, teeth yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, that doesn't make sense. And so they've come to the idea that there was probably three different Tyrannosaurus. So for one thing, the Tyrannosaurus Rex is still going to be a thing. Okay? Okay. They're not, they're not going to declassify that one. But they think that there's the smaller size one. That they're calling the Tyrannosaurus Regina, meaning queen of the oh. thunder lizards. Once again, science diminishing women. Again. <laughs> that still sounds like uh, the the sickest band name I've ever heard. Tyrannosaurus Regina? <laughs> you know, queen of the thunder lizards. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the one that has the extra incisor is the Tyrannosaurus Imperator. And to me, that sounds like a Star Wars, like Superstar Destroyer, like get aboard the Imperator. You've just become Grand Moff of the Imperator. And your your first cargo is the Emperor. Yeah. It's appropriately because Imperator literally means Emperor. So that's... That's pretty fun. I, I, so, so you're telling me basically what has happened is that because um, if the we keep learning more and more about what dinosaurs were probably actually like, right? And what we've my biggest takeaway is that they were all looking like chickens. Uh, yeah, that it's like they're all beaked. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I mean, but they got teeth and all that. And uh, but so the way that we've been putting the dinosaur bones together so far has kind of been. You ever did that thing where you like? You fold an eight and a half, eleven, like a computer piece of paper, right? You fold it into three pieces, and somebody draws 
the head and then they hide that piece and and then then somebody draws in the next section what the body would look like and then they flip that piece over and then the third person draws what the legs would look like and then you unfold it because you draw the little connecting lines you unfold it and then you just get this like weird looking duck i mean like a plat this i'm pretty sure how the platypus was invented yeah was like doing doing one of these things but like we've like actual real life paleontologists scientists have been doing this but with real dino bones <laughs> well and then like you think about like i i don't have the specific numbers in front of me we could easily google it but like the dinosaurs went extinct like 65 million years ago i think is what we said on a previous episode sure and they they lasted from like the from like 180 million years ago to 65 million years ago and we have 200 skeletons <laughs> okay and so like like the fact that people don't even remember the details about world war Two, yeah and we're like you know, not even a hundred years away from it. And yeah, I, heard, humani- I heard all the Germans look like chickens. <laughs> you ever tie a belt around your arms at the yeah. elbows? So that way you have <laughs> short arms. And you no, I've never done that. That's so dope. Anyway. Um, yeah. So anyway, like, you know, he, he, like humans in whatever form, Neanderthal or whatever, I think have only yeah. been around for a quarter million years. Yeah. So like extrapolate that out all the way to the point where the dinosaurs used to be. And we only have like, 50 or a couple hundred freaking skeletons like who knows that we're even finding them like what if they're like 15 million years apart and they actually just evolved to be smaller and more efficient or bigger and more dominating unless of course they found them like next to each other dead in a lava bed sure yeah i I always have the question of uh this this is bringing this is bringing up a very interesting thought what are the species that dominates the earth uh, 65 million hours from now uh, 65 million years from now they're digging up all of our dumb human bones and yeah. they're next to them digging up some like whale bones and some like duck bones and all of these things and you hope that this species is really like uh, capable of you know piecing things to get things together but you know humans have been around for a while and they're going to be pulling you know neanderthal skeletons and human skeletons and you know There's whatever the, the next version of us and then they're going to put all these things together and they're going to be like look at this and it also probably looked like a chicken and like i i just would love to see what future species think humans looked like like how many dinosaur skeletons of any type do we have in the world like right ten thousand yeah it's not a and lot like and not even court- skeletons just bones like full skeletons is like a complete rarity and so then you're talking about like over the course of a hundred million years we have a small sprinkling of things and we're just making these we know we know less than there's more that we don't know than we do know by like a factor of a zillion and so but at the same time like it's the paleontologists who actually study this who are actually understanding how to do the scientific theory to this and to, to process this are more qualified obviously to talk about this but like how much do we really know where this is actually sound information it's like still a best guess right it's like the same way that like people looking into space are like this is probably how this works but what do we actually know because like in 50 years or even less uh people are gonna be like oh well what we actually learned was that was wrong and new in like yeah we should be able to change our mind we should be operating based on the best information that we have at the moment like yeah. trust science trust scientists all of that uh well, good and, stuff. and if you don't then prove them wrong by doing science right exactly like yeah and so just this idea of of i i i don't think scientists are coming out and saying this tyrannosaurus 
Imperator is for sure that like they leave the door open that, that says we're going to find out more information about this as we go. But then, of course, the headline gets written that this dinosaur isn't real, Brandon. And I, I get upset. A couple things you, you say about looking to the stars and not really understanding how that works. Like they think that Jupiter at some point was on its way in towards the sun to be sucked up by the sun. Oh, yeah. And then Saturn showed up and was like, no, 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 bro. And it like whoop and it went back out and made a stable <laughs> Yeah, made like a stable orbit then, and so we ended up with the planets the way that we have them, possibly. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like an understanding, or it's like a it's a theory or an explanation. But they can't like, they can't model the solar system for more than like several thousand years. I think without with sure. any actual statistical success because of the amazing ways that gravity works that we don't understand. They, like, right. they really don't actually understand how gravity works. Like you can kind of show what you think it is, what it's doing, but they don't understand like what makes it work. Like I think that. it's magnets in our feet and stuff, yeah. you know uh, what absolutely. I mean? And like, uh, I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. It's definitely clown rap that makes it Cla- work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but- freaking clown rap. How does that work? <laughs> You got a minute? (laughs) Um, But the other part about looking to space is that I I feel really let down by something we talked about a lot over the last couple of months. But I guess nothing really happened when that drifting rocket shell smashed into the moon on Friday. I mean, like, like, what did you hope would happen? Like the moon would blow up? So, okay, so hold on. Yeah, sort of. So what happened was that we think it was a rocket shell from a Chinese craft that was being shot to see what the what it's going to take back like six years ago they shot this probe around to see what it would take to actually go to the moon and come back and they're just like testing things out in order to do that you have to put a ton of power into something and we've gone over before that the chinese space agency is less concerned about what happens with the leftovers than some other agencies are they let it burn up in the atmosphere and put people potentially at risk we don't know but so this they think this rocket body was just out there and orbiting earth and there's the moon also orbiting earth and at some point their trajectories came into contact and on friday there was going to be a big collision we talked about the end of the dinosaurs when the meteor hit like the yucatan peninsula area and created the gulf of mexico perhaps and that i read that the reason that humans and mammals may have survived that is because in south america they were hibernating for the winter and it was in north america where that thing hit or on the other side of the earth where the thing hit and so that when everything stabilized some months later they came out and they're like what the hell happened here <laughs> but they were able to not get annihilated from the surface as the thunder lizards would have dude my dad kind of told me this story about when mount st helens erupted that he had gone down for a nap after work he had worked like a graveyard shift and he went down for a nap and then he woke up after the eruption had happened and he was living in spokane uh east of the mountains and he woke up and it was pitch black outside and he oh, was whoa. like literally what the hell happened because i did that on saturday only it was just that i was sick and it turned out to be nighttime (laughs) okay did mount st helens erupt (laughs) so i guess a leftover piece of this giant rocket was just flying around and it smashed into the moon and i thought for sure we were like at least gonna see some cool pictures or something like that nothing no one got anything it was like totally uneventful nasa's like well the the probe that goes around the, the moon, it's going to fly over in a few days, and we'll take the, some pictures and see what happens. The myth of the anal probe that NASA's going <laughs> to well, That's I, the I, one, yeah. What do we, I mean, what do we, what do we, the worst, the worst, like, fact, the fact that ruins everything, sci-fi, Star Wars, Star Trek, anything that you've ever watched is that, like, things that happen in space, like the big explosions, the fires that you see in these types of movies, the, even the the lasers out of the right, like, the blaster rifles that they use, like, you wouldn't see 
any of that. Like the sounds, the noises, the 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 bright yeah. lights, all of that would just wouldn't exist because the vacuum of space wouldn't allow that. Uh, and it kind of ruins, you know, if you are thinking about that while you're watching, you're like, this is bull. Uh, but thinking about a rocket fuselage or whatever this piece of rocket is that hits the moon, you're like, oh yeah, of course nothing would happen because it's not Star Wars. <laughs> but I expected it to at least kill the moon dinosaurs. Yeah, well, <laughs> the moonosaurs. <laughs> what what myth is, <laughs> is isn't even real? But I believe in. I, I heard that they're just chickens with whale. D- <laughs> well. <laughs> To wrap this whole thing up, <laughs> after all, this is a very heady show. Let's do what did we learn this week? Uh, I mean, right. sure. Wh- chickens with whale d- are on the moon. <laughs> I just learned that. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense when their diet is primarily cheese. <laughs> oh, I also learned that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned that we are uh, finally inventing soda machines. Well, there's a little bit more to it than that, but yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Um, yeah. I learned that the Emperor has been reborn, not as the Emperor in Star Wars, but as a Tyrannosaurus that's been dead for 65 million years. <laughs> the Imperator. That's <laughs> such a sick name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually, to be to be honest, I learned that the Gulf of Mexico was formed by a meteor, and some hibernating South Americans uh, <laughs> were very surprised when they woke up, like my dad. Pretty close. <laughs> okay. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Hey, thanks for joining us uh, every Tuesday on the Odyssey app here at 10 a.m. We, we do whatever this was. So. <laughs> Join us again next time? <laughs> or don't because <laughs> you're depressed T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.